What's up you guys? It's your boy Mello back at it again with another episode. Hope you guys are doing well. Hope you guys are having a lovely day, night, evening, afternoon, whenever you're listening to this podcast too. Um say it's not today's kind of quite a warm quite a bleh, quite a warm day today. Not gonna lie to you. There's a bit of wind, but pretty warm. But anyways, let's jump to the topic right off the bat. Today I'm going to be reviewing the Miss Marvel series. Now this project I think has gone a little under the notice. Not many people were were as hyped about it. I I will admit I kind of wasn't either if I'm being honest. Um I really wasn't that hyped about it because uh I I didn't really know much about Miss Marvel if I'm being honest. If I'm being honest, um I think I got introduced to her um because I do read some comics. I don't read all the comics because uh there's a lot to cover and Oof, I don't, I, I don't really got the time for, for covering all that. But um, uh, what's it called? Um, I did get introduced to her because of the Avengers game that came out on like the PS4 and Xbox One and stuff like that, which you know, I, of course, has been met with like iffy reviews and stuff like that. But um, I got introduced to her character there, and I slowly learned more about her and stuff, and I really. I really like her character. I really like uh, the character arc she had in that game and stuff. You know, from being this shy, timid girl who wants to do good to becoming essentially a full-fledged Avenger and stuff like that. I really liked her character. And so I dove a little bit more into her character arc. Um, But I really don't remember much what I found because I did it so long ago and stuff like that. But uh, when the Miss Marvel series was announced, I was was pretty... Like I said, I wasn't... um, as hyped, like super, super hyped, but I did was looking forward to it. I was really looking forward to the series because I was like, oh, like this is going to be interesting how uh, the Miss Marvel character is going to be introduced and stuff and how this is going to lead up to the Miss, the Marvel's movie that they're going to be do- releasing, I think, next year or the year after that. I don't remember, but it's going, but she plays an important part in that movie and stuff. So I'm obviously looking forward to that and it makes sense because you know in the comics she's a huge Captain Marvel fan and stuff like that so I was really looking forward to the series. I wasn't super hyped about it but I was looking forward to the series and stuff like that and uh, overall my impression before I dive into like the story and stuff um, overall my impression of this story it is a really great origin story for Miss Miss Marvel. I really like the character arc that she had in the series I really liked the story that they did with her um I know many many people were kind of skeptical that her powers changed uh I know that Kevin Feige did explain why they did it uh unfortunately I didn't read about it when they released it because I think I had other things uh happening that I didn't have the time to focus on it so I'm not sure but I will say this, I didn't, I don't mind it. I think it's, uh, I think it worked out perfectly if I'm being honest. I think it's, uh, I think uh, in my opinion, it does work out better for her if it's different because, you know, it makes sense since the MCU is a different universe and stuff. And like most of the characters who, you know, who are in the MCU aren't as close of counterpart to their comic book characters and stuff like some are but some aren't in like many different ways like for example I know that uh Falcon's character in the comics his powers come from like from a different way aside from how the MCU treats it and stuff so it's kind of like I didn't mind it like I I I enjoyed it you know and her powers were pretty cool like 
she can still do the like the the stretchy stuff with like the hands and stuff and uh you know but it's a lot different you know like she can create projectiles to like kind of walk on and jump and stuff like create projectiles to catch people create like a force field and stuff like i really liked it i really did like it like it's it added a new level of of uh depth to the depth to this character and stuff like that and i really liked it but uh overall like the series i enjoyed it i thought it was one of the best marvel shows that they had produced so far you know i really liked it i really enjoyed it you know um the story like i said i'm gonna get into right now uh all the characters were amazing like i love this series i recommend it to anybody but essentially you know the story is that you know um what's it called uh Kamala, you know, lives a strict life, lives a strict life, essentially, because of her parents, you know, they're very strict, you know, I like that, because it relates to a lot of people, like, many people out there in the world have very strict parents, with, like, a deadline, with a curfew and stuff, and that's essentially how her parents did, like, they're very overprotective, they set boundaries, like, they just do a lot of things to, like, um, to protect their children, and I like that, I like that realism they added, because, essentially, this is a teenage story, like, she's, She's playing a, she's a 16 year old kid, you know, who's trying to figure out life. Like she has so many people like attacking her and stuff. Like, you know, her parents are nagging at her for being this like cosplayer fanatic who loves like all these Avengers, like especially Captain Marvel and stuff. Like they're such big fanatics of that. She's such a big fanatic of that. And her parents, of course, are kind of like, you know, like you need to drop that like that's not gonna work in the real world and stuff and like you know they they have strict limits and stuff like deadlines and stuff I like i really like that realism i like that realism because a lot of teenagers have to deal with that have to have to have that have those kind of parents who are very strict have a lot of rules and stuff who tell you a lot of stuff and then of course like school like professors are nagging at you that you need to get ready for life like you need to start applying for colleges you need to, like, essentially, they're, like, telling you you need to plan your entire life in those four years you're given in high school, which, you know, it is possible, but it's very hard for a good percentage of people, and I know that because I experienced that myself, because while I'm in high school, I'm more focused on, like, getting through high school than I am planning ahead of high school, you know, and that's a lot of people, you know, that's a lot of kids these days that, you know, they don't, they don't know what they want to do. They don't know if they want to go to college. They don't know if they want to go straight to work. They don't know what to do because it's like you've been so focused on getting through high school that it's very hard to plan ahead of high school because you're so focused on that. And high school's like high school's no no laughing matter. Like it is an entity of its own. Like it's very hard to deal with, you know? Like it's like especially kids coming from like middle school and adjusting to the school, it's not easy, you know, it's a very, very hard, um, a very hard environment to get adjusted to, I know that when I came from my middle school, um, it was very hard to adjust to high school, but eventually, you know, over time, I was able to do it and stuff, but, you know, it's not easy and stuff, and, like, the fact that, you know, you were kind of pressured to, like, start planning ahead is very hard, you know, it's not easy, like, yeah, they offer all these, like, contingency like you can go to like a career center or something like a college fair or like a job fair or something like that they offer at school counseling and stuff 
But even with that, like, it's still hard because you're still getting bombarded with, like, a bunch of stuff and stuff. And, and like, you don't know what to do. Like, you really, like, are lost the words of what you want to do next and stuff. Um, kudos to the kids who, who do figure it out and stuff. But to those who don't, like, it's very hard and stuff. And, like, being told that you can't be yourself is also some, one other thing that, like, you know, is very, very hard to deal with, you know, because it's like, you know, in high school, you're kind of are judged by, like, what you are and stuff. And it's sad, really. It's, it is what it is. Like, that's a topic for another day. We're talking about Miss Marvel. But essentially, like, that's essentially the realism I got from that series. Like, it really hit me hard because it's like a lot of, like, a lot of kids play, like, endure, like, not endure this, but live this, you know, live this each and every day. So I really like that and stuff. And like Kamala plays plays like the teenage girl really well. Like the actor does really well and stuff. Like, you know, she's a, a girl like trying just to figure stuff out. Like she has crushes and stuff. Like she's a nerd. Like I'm a nerd and stuff like that. And there's nothing wrong with that. Like it's always like it's good. But, you know, like it's hard to fit in with people and stuff when you're constantly being judged. And it's even harder for her because her character. I, I'm not going to go what she is because I... I'm not sure. I don't remember really well what she is. I think she's... Ah, man. I... I don't remember really well it, what... I think she is Muslim? I could be wrong. I apologize way in advance for that. I do not remember at the moment. I remember... I had it in my head, but... I lost it right now at the moment like I can't remember but what I will say about this is that you know what I got from that story relates to me a lot because um you know living in this country it's very hard to fit in when you're not from here when you're not you know of this nation's uh traditions is the best way to say and so, like, throughout the whole story, like, we just learned that her entire family had a hard time fitting in. And it's because of the culture they are and stuff like that. Like, they are, like, it's them against the world, essentially, against this entire country. And it's not easy, you know? Like, e like that part of realism I related to a lot because, um, as many of you know, I'm a Latino. I'm, I'm from Mexico and stuff. Like, my whole family is from Mexico. And, like, it's not easy trying to fit into this country. And it's very sad, you know. I know that I'm getting a little too deep into, like, politics and stuff like that. It's not really politics, but, you know, you know what I mean and stuff like that. But it's very true because, you know, it's very hard to, like, fit in when you're not of this country. You know, like, you, you have to find ways to fit in. But it's also, like, very hard because there's a lot of people that are against you and stuff. And it's, like, they do offer a lot of help. But it's also, like, sometimes that help is very hard to get and stuff and uh like that realism from miss marvel i related to a lot because you know i've experienced that my parents have experienced that i have family members who have experienced that friends who have experienced that like i like that i really like that story being placed in there where like you know we learned that her family had a hard time adjusting to this country like we learn about what happened in the past with like uh, like real world events and stuff like that affected her family and stuff. Like I really liked it. I really liked the series in general because it allows a lot of realism, a lot of realism that many people can relate to. That's why I say I highly recommend it to a lot of people. 
apologies again for if I didn't get the religion right. I want to say she's Muslim, but I am going to... I'm not sure. I had, I had it in my head earlier, but I can't remember at the moment. So I do apologize on that department. It's, that is on me. I don't remember. But I do like this series a lot. I do like it because I learned a lot about her culture. I learned a lot about her... Like, things I never knew about her culture and stuff like that. Like, um, like the style of clothing they wear, the traditional foods, the weddings and stuff, how they are and stuff. Like, I've learned so much from this series about that culture that she's from, that Miss, you know, Kamala Khan is from. I really liked it, you know. Like, I learned a good amount about that culture and stuff. So, that's why, you know, if you guys get the opportunity to watch it, I recommend it because you do learn a quite a good amount. Like... Obviously, there's some things that they had to, you know, change for the... Like, they didn't change much, but they just had to add so that the series... Because at the end of the day, it is a superhero series, but they had to add a few things that, you know, are fictional and stuff like that. But all of the rest of the stuff, like, aside from, you know, her getting her powers and stuff, that's all fictional and stuff. Her family being, like, um, finding the bracelet that gets gives her... Or essentially activates her powers and stuff for Kamala and stuff, which I will get to in a minute. But, um... It's, uh, like, all of it revolves around real-world events. You know, they just added their twist and stuff to it. And I liked it. I really liked it. You learn a lot of stuff from that culture, from that culture that Kamala Khan is from. So I really, really do recommend it to you guys. But the story itself, you know, it's essentially, you know, Kamala gets that, like, this amulet, bracelet, something like that and stuff. And when she puts it on, it essentially activates her powers. Like, it... It gives her powers essentially and throughout the whole series like she's trying to balance her life of being a teenage kid but also having these powers but she can't really tell anybody um it really gave me those spider-man vibes where like uh from the spectacular spider-man um uh, if you haven't seen it i recommend to go watch it where peter struggles to have a normal life oh excuse me struggles to have like that teenage life and stuff like that but he's also trying to balance that superhero life and stuff. But he can't really tell anybody that he's Spider-Man. Because if he does, people will be placed in danger. And that's essentially what, the same story for Kamala Khan. Like, if she tells anybody, her family's going to be in danger and stuff. And she is in danger because damage control is essentially after her. Because they, quote-unquote, uh, deemed her as a dangerous individual. Like, a danger, an enhanced dangerous individual is what they... I believe it's a technical term they put it. I could be wrong on that. But, uh, you know, I really liked it. I really, like, um, I really liked those Spider-Man vibes I got from that story, from the series and stuff. But, yeah, so the story, you know, she gets her powers and stuff, and the amulet activates, and we find out that, um, you know, there's this group of, uh, this group of, like, um, people who are trying to get home, essentially. Like, at first, we're... We're introduced to them to believe that they are kind of victims, I said, you could say. That they're just kind of like um, outsiders that came to this world by accident. But they're not. And all they want to do is just go home. And so they try to get to. They try to enlist the help of Kamala Khan. And stuff like that. But uh, essentially afterwards we learn that they. They, 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 they essentially do want to get home. But they're willing to get home by any means necessary. And that even me includes like the destruction of of this universe. Which would be the main MCU universe or whatever. Like wherever they are and stuff. So we later find out that they 
they aren't so good people and we later get dive more into character uh, like more into uh uh their past and stuff we learned that she uh you know the the one that's in charge of this group is the one that uh essentially um what's it called killed uh i believe it was her great grandmother for kamala i believe it was her great grandmother or great great grandmother i don't remember if i'm being on i think it is her great grandmother her great grandmother we learned that she her great grandmother is related to these people and uh she did want to go home but after building a life on this universe and like falling in love with the guy she fell in love with it essentially gave her like okay like I may never get back to my world, but I have a family now. Like, I have loved ones here. I have a family who loves me, essentially, and I don't want to go back to my world. I don't want to go home if it means that it's going to cost them their lives and stuff. And so, like, we learned that she kind of defects from that group, and, like, she she knows that if she helps them, it's going to end up destroying this universe and essentially killing her family. But she sacrifices her life. and I lost my train of thought right there. What was I saying? I'm so sorry. I lost my train of thought right there. Um, I I actually lost my train of thought. Give me a quick second, guys. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So she she was part of that group and stuff, like I was saying. and But then she gets the family and starts to defect and stuff. But, you know, she she's trying to protect her family, essentially, is what she's doing. Uh, Kamala Khan's great-grandmother um if i don't pronounce some of these characters names it's because i do um i don't want to get them wrong and i'm not that good at pronouncing them if i'm being honest so i i want to address that right now that i'm not really good at addressing their names and i apologize for that you know i i don't want to you know mispronounce any of the names and stuff but um you know her great grandmother essentially defects from the group because she wants to protect her family at all costs and stuff and uh and ends up costing her her life like she saves her her now grandmother and stuff like that and it's just it's a really good story you know like at the end of the day like it's a family story you know it's a family story that we want to protect and stuff like this family was torn apart because of this event but thanks to kamala um discovering that past and essentially bringing it to light that you know her great-grandmother wasn't a bad person and essentially she was a good person that she did at the end of the day, she protected her family and stuff like that. Because throughout the whole series, we start to learn, we we find out that her, like Kamala's, like Kamala's family doesn't really like her their their great grandmother because um, essentially they think, in their opinion, they brought curse to the family. But Kamala wants to know, like, what did she do wrong to like bring this essentially cursed or bad. Um, bad luck to us and um she we find we thanks to her getting her powers and starting to look into the origin of of it like we find out that she wasn't a bad person that at the end of the day she gave her life to to protect it and the grandmother even believes it like she knows that her her mother was not a bad person her mother was a was a great person she just doesn't remember it much because she was a child when this was all happening and stuff so I really like that. I really like that story and stuff. So the story itself was just a family story of bringing a family back together. And like at the end of uh, episode five, the grandmother and the mom and the and Kamala just unite as one. And they say like it, it we're finally as a we're finally one again. Like it took us so long. And like we learn why like her mom and her dad for Kamala are so protective and stuff because they just 
aren't ready to let her go. They're not ready to like let her spread her wings yet. And like Kamala understands that. Like she she respects that. She understands that, you know, they're just doing it to protect her, you know. They're not doing it to because they hate her or anything. They're just doing it to protect her. It's the love a parent has for every child. And I like that, you know. And like her mom also like uh, Kamala's mom also confesses to her grandmother that, you know, the reason she left for the for you for the United States was just because, um, you know, she just felt that her mother wasn't giving her the intention. But, you know, we she later just kind of accepts that she was kind of wrong to do that. I think it was that I want I I don't remember that part that well. I do apologize on that one. But essentially, the story is just a coming, like a family coming together again. That's that's essentially like bringing a mother closer to her daughter, and bringing a mother and a daughter back together. Essentially, that's that was the premise of the whole story and stuff. And like, uh, you know, they, her uh, Kamala's family essentially finds out that, you know, she is uh, Miss Marvel. They did have the funny reference where they called her Nightlight. I think it was Nightlight. I like that. That was funny. Um, but you know, they discover that she's Miss Marvel and stuff. Now she has powers and stuff because, you know, that's how it is in the, I believe in the comics it is like that. I'm not sure. I know in the game it's like that. Like her, her paw discovers that she has powers and she is Miss Marvel and stuff. But, uh, you know, it, it's a good story. Like I like the whole story of, it's a family story. You know, it's a family driven story. It's a lot of culture involved. A lot of, um, you know, a lot about learning that culture and stuff and relating to a lot of real world problems and stuff. And I liked it. I really, really liked this series in, to in general. You know, it was a good series. It was a good origin series. You know, um, there was one scene at the end where, uh, where like, the entire community uh, gathers around Kamala Khan. And they essentially create this, like, um, wall around her to protect her and her friends from... Uh, from damage control who are essentially after her because they believe she's a dangerous person and stuff because she has enhanced powers and stuff. It's essentially the old saying like, um, you know, uh, what's the old saying goes like, I think it's like, uh, people are afraid of things they can't control. And that's essentially what damage control is. It's like, they're, they're out there to handle like stuff that people can't control that could bring fear and stuff. So they're trying to bring it under control and stuff like trying to discover, what made her tick and stuff like that was essentially the story of why damage control was after like her and a lot of people a lot of uh people who had like uh kamala's powers and stuff was because they were trying to discover what made her tick and stuff uh, i have great reason to believe that they might have whipped they could have they were they would have probably weaponized it and stuff but um i really liked that scene at the end it was at episode six um uh where the um, you know the community gathers around kamala and it protects it and it gave me like Again, Spider-Man vibes, because in, if you haven't played the Spider-Man Miles Morales game, I recommend it to do it. It's on PlayStation 4 and PlayStation 5, so you have both systems to play it on. But there's a scene at the end of the game where, like, the whole Harlem community goes up, comes around Miles because they discover that Miles is Spider-Man and stuff. And, like, the news reporters are coming after to, like, oh, my God, let's see if we can see him unmasked and stuff. And so, like, the community builds this wall around him and stuff so that his identity never gets out and stuff. And I like that scene because it just like, you know, it brought the community together. Like this one person brought this whole community together. And that's essentially the same vibe that got with Miss Marvel. Like she brought this whole community together. And now that community is repaying that generosity by being there for her. 
You know, that's essentially what Miles did. Like, Miles brought the Harlem community together. And because of that, the Harlem community is now there to protect him. And that's what Kamala did. Like, she brought all these people who, you know, are a part of her culture. They brought them essentially all together, protected her and stuff, protected him and stuff. And now they're repaying, they're returning that favor by protecting her and ensuring that, you know what, you have our back. We got your back, essentially. And I like that. I really, really like that scene because... It, they were there they were there for each other essentially and eventually damage control just kind of leaves and they're like all right they accepted defeat and stuff and so they leave and stuff and um yeah overall the series is a great series you know the story the family theme is all really great um i'm going to now talk about obviously the two main things that came from the series the number one thing so um for those of you who don't know in the comics kamala khan uh, Miss Marvel is a is an inhuman. She got her powers as an inhuman. However, in the MCU, they have changed it. And this is um, this is uh, kind of viewed that Marvel hates the Inhumans. Um, but I don't think so. I think this is just their way to introduce this set of characters into it, and I like it. You know, because the MCU is meant to be different from the Marvel comic universe. Like, obviously, it's getting a lot of influences from, like, these Marvel comics because that's what they're based off. But they're also doing their own thing. They're doing separate things, you know. It's not supposed to be the same thing. But uh, at the end of the series, you know, we learned that Kamala's powers didn't actually originate from the bracelet. Rather, they were already inside of her. They were already, um, like building up inside of her and the bracelet essentially just brought him out and uh, one of her friends starts telling her that your powers are still mutating like you're still evolving and that was the word right there mutating aka mutation because uh if you don't know that word relates to a set of characters known as the x-men and the x-men haven't have been promised that they were going to get introduced to the MCU after, you know, Disney purchased 20th Century Fox, who had the rights to the X-Men franchise. That's why we never saw, like, the X-Men um, collaborate with the Avengers and stuff, because, you know, 20th Century Fox owned the rights to the X-Men, and uh, Disney wasn't able to use those characters, essentially. They weren't able to incorporate them into the MCU. So that's why they were relying on the Inhumans, but you know the Inhumans never really took off that well and stuff. But um, yeah, so when they said that, you know, it sparked a lot of hype because the X Men are coming to the MCU, and I'm very excited about that because I love the X Men. Like I seen all the mo- the uh, Fox movies that they released of the X Men, and I thought they were good. It's a shame that they were, um, you know. That The Last Stand didn't really live up that much to the hype. I personally still liked it. I thought it was a good movie. But it's a shame that the X-Men franchise ended on a bad note and stuff. You know, it ended with Dark Phoenix and it wasn't really that good of a movie, if I'll be honest with you guys. It's a shame that it it, it ended in that way. But but I still have hope that Disney's going to... Um, Disney's gonna help handle this project really well, like these characters well, because they know they know their stuff. They know their stuff how to handle these characters well. So when they said that word, obviously it sparked a lot of hype, a lot of like excitement that the X Men are finally coming to the MCU and stuff. So I'm very excited for that. And then of course there was another post credit scene 
um, where Kamala is essentially at home. She's about to go down. I think they called her for dinner or homework or something. And her bracelet starts to go off. And uh, she just essentially just like vanishes. And we see Carol Danvers in her room and stuff. And this is essentially setting up the Marvels, the movie, the Marvels and stuff. And I'm very excited about that because um, in the comics, I learned that she has the powers to um, to essentially uh, shapeshift into any person. But from what I've seen, apparently she she didn't uh, shapeshift into Miss Mar- into Captain Marvel. She instead got teleported to where Miss Marvel was or where Captain Marvel was. And Captain Marvel essentially ended up getting teleported to where Miss Marvel was, which was her room. And we just see her just like kind of surveying the situation. And she sees that she's in like a super fanatic uh, person's room. And she's like, oh no, what's gone? What happened, right? And then she has to take off. And so it sets up the Marvel movies. And I'm very excited because I'm really, I'm really curious how this is going to be, you know, how this movie is going to going to set up uh, how this movie is going to be, essentially. How this movie, what the story is going to be about. You know, where did Miss Marvel end up? Or is, is that if that is Miss Marvel and maybe they did have the shape-shifting powers and stuff. Like, I'm very excited. I'm very, very excited about the, Mar- the Marvel's movie. I hope it's good, you know. But overall, the Miss Marvel series is a great origin story for Miss Marvel. The character itself. We learn a lot about her culture. We learn a lot about her story. We get a good, um, a really good dose of realism that many people can relate and stuff. I highly recommend it to anybody who is a Marvel fan to give it a watch, even if you're not a Marvel fan and you want to learn about the culture that uh, Miss Marvel is from. I recommend it because you do learn a good amount about their culture and stuff. Like you learn how things are, how, how some weddings, like there is a wedding scene and you learn how that wedding is, type of music they listen to, the type of food they eat, you know, the, how their communities are. Like you learn so much about that. And I like that. And I recommend it to anybody like this is a great way to introduce yourself to this culture that you may have never known about that. Not many people may know, like they know of it, but they don't know like much about how it is and stuff so i highly recommend it to you even if you're not a marvel fan like i recommend it to anyone so miss marvel overall i give it a 10 out of 10 as well because i think it is a great um it is a great origin story you know i think it's a great origin story for for miss marvel great series overall one of the highest um one of those high um profile projects that marvel um, has delivered so far and stuff. I love it. So I recommend it to you all. And uh, yeah, that's about it. That's my review on Miss Marvel. Obviously, there's a lot of opinions about the series. But overall, I've heard that they've been generally good. So, And from my experience, I loved it. Like, I binge-watched the shiz out of it, if I'm being honest. I watched it from, like, night in, night to, from night to day and stuff. And I loved it. I loved the series. So I recommend it to you guys. Go watch it. It's a great series. Um... Apologies again, you know, if I got her culture wrong. I do 100% apologize on that. I have it. I had it. I had it in my head. And then I just lost it. Like, I I swear to God, it wasn't to be disrespectful or anything at all. I just generally forgot. And I apologize for that, you guys. But regardless, it's a great series, you guys. Go watch it. It's You'll love it. You will love it. Um, but yeah, that is my review on Miss Marvel. Go give it a watch, you guys. I'm sure you'll love it 
But uh, yeah, hope you guys like this content. Hope you enjoyed this episode. Um, as always, you guys, I do have another podcast with my friend Michael called Collision. We haven't posted anything new as of this recording, but we are going to get back to it eventually. We're going to be reviewing, like I said in my previous episode, the Lightyear movie, the Thor Love and Thunder movie. Um, we're going to be reviewing the Nope movie that's coming out. I think it came out today because I'm recording this on a Friday. I believe it came out today. I'm not sure. So by the time this episode releases, we may have already seen it, but I'm not sure yet. But overall, um, go check out Collision. Give us some support, you guys. If you love the content that I post on this podcast, you will definitely love the content on that, um, on Collision. Same thing, you know, we review stuff, talk about like games, wrestling, like I'm sure you guys will love it, but yeah, go check out Collision. I'll link it down in the description below. I'll also link down Michael's personal podcast. I always keep forgetting to mention that. Um, he has his own podcast called The Crazy World of Michael. I haven't had time to post anything new on there, but go give him some love too, you guys. He he, he delivers some fire content too. But uh, yeah, and as always, you guys, if you can get that COVID-19 vaccine, please do so. If you can't, completely understandable. No one's going to force you. If you have medical, religion reason, no worries. Just be safe out there. That's all we can do. You know, just live your life to the fullest and be safe. But yeah, that's it, you guys. Hope you have a lovely day slash night slash evening slash afternoon. Don't know when you're listening to this, but be safe out there, you guys. Peace.